This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast for your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen. And I'm Tariq Moody, a.k.a. The Architect. You're probably wondering where we went, where we're going all of August, Anne. Because uh, we have never had a break in the last eight, nine years been doing this podcast. You know that, right? Really, I, I, you know, I haven't felt like I needed a break from you, Tariq. <laughs> so you, you laugh, know. but it's true. Yeah, I figure like, you know, we deserve a break. <laughs> it's been August. It's been crazy here. We had a, you know, a hyphen over here. We had our anti gala and we had our beer event and just a lot of things going on. It was like, you know what? A lot of the best podcasts take you. breaks. You know. Right. So let's just take a break and Tariq won't talk to Anne for a month. <laughs> I, I was messaging you. Yeah. But uh, but on this week's edition of This Bites, we've got a lot of things to talk about, including a really cool Korean pop-up uh, that's happening from uh, Chef Jenny Lee. We've talked about her, what she's mm-hmm. been doing. Also got news about the Lush Gourmet Popcorn Shop that's in River West. we got some new spots coming to the Third Street Market Hall, but we're going to kick it off with... Uh, Speaking of break breaks, we're going to talk about breakfast. Uh-huh. Yeah, that didn't work. Breakfast spots. So over in Milwaukee Magazine website, you have some, uh, you picked out 17 uh, delightful, delicious Milwaukee breakfast spots. So let me talk, can you like talk to me? How'd you do that? Like the, the rules, parameters, and then highlight uh, two or three of them for us. So this was part of um, the cover story for our August issue where I did a deep dive into breakfast. And so uh, I was just going out to breakfast all the time. I mean, like there was even a day that I went to two breakfasts because I was just looking for really good places to have breakfast. And you didn't Um, invite me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you've been to Arunda Cafe. Um, It is on like 35th and National. It's a really cool little place. The name Arunda actually means spiritual energy in the Iroquois language. And they just, they do a lot of kind of Mexican inspired like breakfast dishes. So, um, and they also do kind of different spins on things like eggs Benedict, um, really like unusual, you know, iterations of, of that sort of thing. But the food is really good um, and they're super friendly. It's a really fun space, a lot of great energy. So that's one. I've been a huge fan of Cafe at the Plaza for a long time. And um, I actually, so in this same issue, I have um, the chef from Cafe at the Plaza tells us how to make the best, crispiest hash browns. So that's also in the issue. But um, if you want to have crispy hash browns, really good crispy hash browns, go to Cafe at the Plaza because they have, they have excellent hash browns there. They have really good, pan. oh my God, their pancakes are excellent. Um, you know, all kinds of egg creations that you want to get. Plus it's there, you know, it's that like retro kind of 1920s art deco lunch counter. That's so fun to like sit and people watch. So that's another one that I mentioned in in the story. Let's see what else. Oh, so on the West side, there is a place, um, called Daddy's on Blue Mound and it's on 61st and Blue Mound. And if you've ever been to Daddy's Soul Food and Grill, it this is by the same owner, Chef Benny Smith. Love this food. Um, it's kind of a hybrid of breakfast and kind of soul food mm-hmm. sort of specialties. So um, 
definitely does things like salmon croquettes, um, chicken and waffles, you know, they're again, they're, they're hash browns. I, I, I'm on this quest to find really good crispy hash browns. This is a place that does them really well and you can get them loaded. So you get them loaded, you know, and they've got different vegetables added to it and sauce and it cheese and it's absolutely delicious. Um, the chicken and biscuits with sausage gravy is also really good here. Um, but this space used to be a George Webb, so people identify it as kind of a breakfast spot already. So um, those are just three of the places that I mentioned. Okay. Speaking of hash browns, you got to check out Nessa Dorma's hash browns on the weekend. Oh, you know what? Stuff, hash browns are so crispy. They're like, like they're, yeah. I was doing it almost every Sunday for like a month. Really? It was so good, and I get their little, their 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 delicious, delicious Bloody Mary pairs well with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you look for crispy hash brown. And and um Ness and Dorma, that's just brunch, weekend brunch. That's not weekday. Yeah, yeah just weekend okay. brunch, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They also have some they have the waffle of day as well. That's that's good too, by the way. Waffle okay. of the day for the brunch options. Coming up on this bites, we'll continue our conversation with a review of the seventeen hundred pull up from the latest issue of Milwaukee magazine. We'll be right back. I'm 88.9's Dory Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinebuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinebuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, (laughs) yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. Cinebuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eyewear. We're back on this bite, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast with Ann Christian of Milwaukee Magazine. I'm Tariq, a.k.a. the architect here at Radio Milwaukee. Uh, and uh, the new issue of Milwaukee Magazine's out is the best of issue. And somehow I made it in the magazine, I guess. You, you know that? did. I know. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, this is okay. I got second place. I, I don't know how. Right, but this was our readers' poll. This was our readers' poll. So, uh, so I need to talk to your readers. You need to talk to our readers. Okay. I was like, why am I second place? Then, where's the editor's choice for? I didn't get editor's choice. No. Huh? 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 I don't know. Is it a conflict of interest? Is that? Is that you trying to say? Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't pay you enough money. Is that what I did? I, I didn't pay you enough. The, see, but here's the thing. <laughs> there is one page of um of the reader's choice, so the reader's survey, and then the rest of that whole story, which is like twelve pages long, is all editors' picks. And so, no one like no one at Milwaukee Magazine liked me, including you. Uh, it would have been a conflict for me to step in and be like, Tariq <laughs> is awesome. You can't be. You can't be. You know, non-partial. You can't be. <laughs> I mean, you don't. You don't invite me to eat anyway. So I mean, it feels like you're already non-partial. Right? Yeah. Anyway, but uh, uh, joking aside, uh, you have a really cool review. I haven't been a chance to been here uh, since yeah. it's become seventeen year pull up. Before that was a tandem. You went down there and uh, tell me your take on the seventeen hundred pull up. I know they do some really cool events down there. I see them. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit different. They don't have the same menu every day. They have a different one that they feature depending on the day. And um, on Tuesdays and, um, and Thursdays, they do this smothered turkey leg. Okay. So you're probably like, well, wh- why would I want to, you know, wh- what's so great about a smothered turkey leg? Well, 
first of all, this turkey leg is enormous. It's just, it's like as long as your forearm, you know, and it's mm. just absolutely stuffed with um, succulent, tender, dark meat. And it's, it's just, it falls off the bone. It's so good. And then, I mean, you can order it alone and you can get it just, um, you can get it smoked or you can get, um, they also do uh, a jerk version. So j- with jerk seasonings and both of them. They do, really a, they do an and version, you're saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a cheap shot. Uh, well, okay. So going back to this, this turkey leg. So yeah, so you can get the turkey leg by itself, but I would recommend that you order it with the sides. The sides are really great. Um, so she's got what she calls like liquid gold, which is the mac and cheese. So it's really creamy, rich, cheesy mac and cheese. Um, she's got candied yams. She's got a dressing, a diff- uh, her her special meat dressing. And it's a chicken dressing, I guess, to be Ooh. specific. And so it's, it's just, you know, you can get greens and, but Honestly, load up on those sides with the turkey yeah. leg because they are okay. so good. But um, yeah, no, I think it's really worth doing. And it's on cool. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nice. Might have to take you up on that. So. Yeah. Check out that review over at the uh, the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Uh, and we've talked about Chef Jenny Lee uh, and her yeah. um, Korean pop-ups, Korean-American pop-ups. Yep. Uh, she has a new spot, not a new spot, new pop-up, new company, I guess you call it, called Kiuda. Uh, it was formerly known as Perilla Kitchen. Perilla is like, the, it's like this fancy leaf kind of thing that wraps in barbecue. Can't really mm. get it. I don't find it here. Um, I don't know where you can get it. Maybe at the, maybe some, uh, some of the Asian markets might have it. But now it's called Kiuda. Uh, and she's planning to do a pop-up on 7, September 20th. Try her Korean American barbecue cuisine will be available at the restaurant Hot Dish Pantry at 4125 South Howell Avenue. So according to Journal Sentinel, Lee calls her cooking style Korean food with smoke, drawing influences from her Korean heritage and her time cooking in professional kitchens, including working with uh, Justin Abrahamian at Sanford. I didn't know that. She did. Yeah. She had a stint um, working in the kitchen there. Yep. Cool. Uh, So... There'll be several things you can get. There's two types of meals you can get. You can get a Korean feast with meat, serves two to three, or a vegan meal for two to three. Let's start with the the, the Korean feast. It's bulgogi, kind of a staple of Korean barbecue. I'm a big fan of galbi. I love galbi. There's like traditional galbi and L.A. galbi, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I learned that a long time ago. Like there's a galbi that was probably created in L.A., I guess. In Korean really? Town, a variation of L.A. galbi? That's I think it's a cut. I think it's the cut they do. Okay. I, I could be wrong. I think it's a cut. Don't quote me on that. But so yeah, bulgogi, which is marinated, usually marinated like a Korean pear, onions, garlic, soy sauce. You marinate overnight or some few hours and then you pop it in the grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you also have smoked pork and kimchi stir fry with pineapple. There's a slaw with soy sauce, rice vinegar, sesame dressing, lemon lime pickles. Interesting. Pineapple kimchi. I never had pineapple kimchi. I could see that. Not either. Like, Seems like it touched on all the like the senses, right? The sweet, the yeah. sour, the spice. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I'd love to try that. Rice, of course, rice. I mean, you can have an add-on to the menu with Korean smoked wings with soy sauce, maple, and lime glaze. So that's the that's the Korean feast. Again, it serves two mm-hmm. to three. 
The next one is the vegan meal, also serves two to three for those who are don't want to do the protein heavy, rich, fatty uh, meal. There's mm-hmm. smoked tofu vegetable stir fry, farmers market hao banchan. Banchan is like the little little the sides, little sides little... against vegetable slides. Usually vegetable, but it's fish little things, soup, yep. like potato salad and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the slaw we mentioned before, the pickles, the kimchi, rice, and then you can add on beer or soju. Have you had soju before? No, but I know you've we, talked about it. We gotta go. We gotta go get some soju. Hang out and just talk. I'd like to see, we share a bottle of soju together. All see right. See, see what. Uh, Where what, can we get what secrets? Come soju? out. Where Merge, you, you get any Korean restaurant? All the Korean restaurants in the city have soju. Okay. They have flavored ones and have natural ones. Okay. Non-flavored ones. We probably have to get you to flavor one. You know. So you can, because. So I can tell you can start revealing all your secrets. Oh, because <laughs> the flavor ones you don't really taste the alcohol. That's the, that's how I do. Oh, I see, I see. The, the natural one, you, you you slow down when you drink the unflavored ones. Okay, got it. But yeah, there's like there's tons of flavors of soju, by the way. Not to confuse with Japanese sochu, so just to let you right. Know. So beginning 9 a.m. September 15th, customers can reserve their meals via Cash Drop app. Uh, pre-orders are made through noon on September 19th. The meals will be packaged for takeout, but customers can stay and eat at Hot Dish if tables are available. Hmm. Okay. So. Are you going to do this? I might. Yeah. I think I will. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've really officially met Jenny Lee yet. Like, I know her on social medias mm. very well. So. But yeah. The pop-up takes place September 20th. Post the details over the website at RadioMilwaukee.org. Next, in my neck of the woods, River West. Remember we talked about lush gourmet popcorn? Sure took do. Over, took over the spot that was formerly, what was it called? Clinger's East. Clinger's East. Uh, and it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I walked out one day during, I forgot when it was, maybe a month ago, a little month ago, the, the, the exterior got painted. Mm-hmm. And as of a few days ago, Urban Milwaukee reports that they will be opening this month. Finally. So open weekend for Lush Gourmet Popcorn in River West. The kickoff Friday, September 22nd at 11 a.m. Ribbon coming and the mayor will be there in attendance later today. Lush will host happy hour from 4 to 7 p.m. Offering specialty cocktails, snacks, and performances from local DJs. They didn't ask me. I'm kind of hurt. I love you. Mm. Guess she takes after you, huh? What? <laughs> oh, that is just so harsh. You've been talking. Harsh. like don't, You're probably saying, no, don't work with Tariq. That's what you've been spreading the rumors. Yeah. Anyway, joking aside, uh, the latest location for the popcorn will feature three distinct elements. A retail space, a popcorn and lemonade factory. Their lemonades are good. They were at the uh, our beer festival uh, two Saturdays ago. Okay. And I got one of the lemonades. Really nice. Did you get one of the liquor-infused lemonades? I don't think they sold it at the beer fest. I don't think they could okay. have the liquor fest. Uh, but it was really tasty. It was really refreshing, I have to say. So then, and there'll be a tasting room. Mm-hmm. So there'd be like basically immersive experience for popcorn aficionados, uh, local food enthusiasts, and Milwaukee natives, according to the press release. The retail space, of course, you get the all the variety of flavors that Lush popcorn offers. You know the maple bourbon, the Wisconsin cheddar, the liquor infused, and there's vegan options and a lot of tasty options. I'm so glad it's a River West finally. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she didn't go to Bayview. Like the whole world goes to Bayview. Finally, we get something to River West. Yay. And a tasting room will feature a selection of popcorn flavors to enjoy on site, as well as cocktails and other snacks. So 
Again, the grand opening Friday, September 22nd. Uh, that is uh, two weeks away. Damn. This whole summer's gone. Ugh. Don't, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not. Summer's gone. Yeah. I can't. Ugh. Man. Anyway. Again, we have links and all that over our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. And finally, Thirsty Market Hall getting crowded up in there. Getting two <laughs> new spots this fall. One is a crab shack and oyster bar. And then a kind of Chinese street food place called Walk Downtown MKE. Uh, according to Wall Milwaukee, Shucker's Crab Shack and Oyster Bar will be located on the corner Hawker Stall across from Strangetown Wine Shop. It will feature, of course, live blue crab. Oh my God, yes. But I, I like, I feel like Milwaukee is so afraid. Like, when I talk, like, is it me? I feel a lot of Milwaukee is very safe on their seafood options. Is that. They're not very adventurous here when it comes to seafood. Am I wrong when it comes to live, like? I mean, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, fish fries, but then you get a little crazy. They like, oh, because I, I had a, we had a crab boil here on a roof a long time ago with Justin Carlisle. And like only, only Cheryl and I ate the crabs and Justin Carlisle ate the crabs. It was like, ugh. Hmm. Is that like a Wisconsin thing? Is like, I don't know. I think you just ended that, up with a lot of squeamish people for that event or something. For I a state know. that created the cannibal sandwich, they're squeamish. Yeah. Right? All right. Whatever. But they have live crab, blue crab, uh, shucked oysters, uh, various shellfish, cleaning peel and eat shrimp, lobster roll, and a one of a kind crabby goon. I guess we're trying <laughs> to compete with the big, big mozzarella sticks here. So, there oversized riff on the crab and groom made with a seven inch. Wonton wrapper. Oh God! I mean, you it got better be it. stuff. It better be stuff with real. Like a lot of crab rangoons have been like. I don't know why you call it crab rangoons. Half the time, there's no crab in it. I know. Right. I think so, it's like crab flavor. So this, like, so these guys better. You know, you call it a crabby goon. You better like stuff that thing with crab. So that's happening. I guess probably this fall. The other places walk downtown MKE. Uh, they would take former the former space of Hot Dish Pantry. And it will showcase, according to the uh, Milwaukee, nickel and dime Chinese American street foods, uh, affordably priced. Options include dumplings, egg rolls, fried chicken strips, along with egg foo young. I love egg foo young. You like egg foo young? I do. I haven't had it in a really long time, but I but I do like it. Yeah. I made it at home. It's it's a skill to make it at home. Is it? At least it was for me. I don't know. Hmm. I was doing a pandemic drinking, and it was like one o'clock in the morning, so maybe that had something to do with oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> But it turned out good. <laughs> you were drinking the the flavorless so- soju. Water. I don't remember what I was drinking. I was probably drinking beer or whatever, oh. wine, whiskey. It was during the pandemic. I remember I was cooking a lot during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I was doing a lot of late night cooking. But so Egg for Young, but this is like my favorite. So they will also be taking advantage of quick fix options, which are built on a foundation of white rice and choice additions like honey, sesame, orange chicken, and teriyaki bourbon chicken stir fry. So both these places expected to open sometime this fall. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of Despites. Despites is produced and edited by the wonderful, talented Kim Shine. Well, generosity is poured from your membership. Please remember to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, NPR, or just from our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. <laughs>